Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Welcome back. So today I have my friend Tessa here with me. Hello. Hey, do you want to take a moment to introduce yourself? Okay, well, um, my name's Tessa. I um, have no uh, YouTube affiliation, but <laughs> oddly enough, we met through YouTube. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I'm just a 23-year-old who is going to school. <laughs> I work in the wine industry. It's a lot of fun. But yeah, Michaela asked me to come on here, and I was really, really excited. I like really wanted to be a guest, so I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk more about dating with you too. So this will be really fun. Yeah. Like you said, we met through YouTube back in 2015, I think, five years ago. That sounds maybe. about right. That's so long yeah. ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Times were so different back then. <laughs> I know, literally so different. Yeah. And uh, I think about a year later, we met in person. I went out. We met at VidCon, and then right. I stayed with you for yeah. a few days after that. That was fun. Um, it was really fun. And then I saw you a few summers ago after VidCon as well, so we kept that up. And after TanaCon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was history in the making. I know, oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Was it, though? <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it to like come and hang out with you. Yeah, that part for sure. We had a lot of fun at happy hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, just to touch on Tana- TanaCon for a second, you stood outside like in line for hours getting yeah, sunburned. Yeah, it was, it was rough because I, I originally bought the TanaCon ticket literally alone. Like I didn't go with anybody. I was like, oh, Shane is going to be there. I want to meet Shane. I have that day off. Like why not, you know? Mm-hmm. And – so I bought the ticket and I was like, oh, my friends are going to be at VidCon so I can like go and hang out with them too. And I drove all the way out there. I was super excited. And then when I get there, like the line is literally insane. And so I'm standing in line alone for like literally three hours at least. I don't even remember, but I was very sunburned. Luckily, I had my jacket. So I like literally was wearing it over my head the whole time. But so many girls out there were like, Wearing, like, yeah. tube tops and just, like, oh, <laughs> I, like, couldn't even imagine. But I was so close to getting to the front of the line after hours of waiting. And then someone comes out and says that it was canceled. And then a riot started <laughs> to break out. <laughs> and oh, God. naturally, I was filming it. Then I left and hung out with you. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> wow, but, what a nightmare. But yeah. still crazy it's that we it's got a good memory yeah for sure yeah all right so I kind of just want to dive right on into talking about breakups and love life and all of that so you have a boyfriend I do <laughs> yeah his name's Ryan right yes Ryan he um he's great we've been together for like three and a half years now wow um yeah so we have Is a this- sorry is this the longest relationship that you've been in um, I would say so just because my previous relationship was like a similar time, but um, 
most of it was long distance. So I feel like time spent together, it's definitely the longest. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. There's like, I guess a little bit of age gap, but I guess you have an age gap as well. Yeah. Um, How many years apart are you guys? It's six, which is, isn't that bad, I feel like. Yeah, that's But like, when I say that I'm 23 and he says that he's 30, it just seems like shocking. Yeah, like the decade switch. Right, yeah. From 20s to 30s, for sure. Yeah, so like, me being in my early 20s and he's in his 30s, like, that just sounds weird. (laughs) But we're like, very much so on like, the same like, wavelengths as far as like, where we are at in our lives. That so makes sense. it works out. Yeah. And with Tyler, my boyfriend, it's similar to because I'm 24 and he's 33. So right. we're nine years apart, but I get it. Yeah. Which I've heard of much larger age gaps than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really hasn't proved to be an issue at all for us. Well, that's good. Have that's you great. noticed any issues? Um. I wouldn't say issues. It's just like um, like our age gap definitely shows just like with our interests, I guess. Yeah. He he was born in 89, but like December of 89. So he like likes to claim that he's an 80s kid, even though it was like literally <laughs> the tail end of the 80s. But he's very much like he loves to say, oh, I'm an old soul and like very dramatic about that kind of thing. And so he loves to point out when there's like, oh, it's because you're young. Oh, whatever. Uh. <laughs> like, he doesn't understand TikTok, which... Neither does Tyler. Uh, it's it's a problem. That's, like, the biggest problem, I would say. Right? <laughs> I know. I always try to show him these funny TikToks, and he just stares at it. Like, I don't get it. Sorry, uh, babe. <laughs> it's it's awful. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but my best friend, she's literally dating the same age gap. Like, her boyfriend is... 30, he just turned 30 in February, and so they get along so well, which is, like, perfect. So yeah. we have, like, the same age gap, and our boyfriends have, like, the ability to, like, oh, I remember that from my childhood, or, like, they were kind of raised yeah. during the same time, so they have, like, the same, I, I like, life mentality, I guess. Yeah, that's good. I guess I have to set my friends up with some 30-year-old men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Moral of the story. Right. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Um, well, we worked at Starbucks together. Um, yes. He was my trainer. I remember when I found out that he was training me, like before I even had my first day, I was like, oh, let me look up who this Ryan Epstein guy is. And I saw his Instagram pics and I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. <laughs> And he had a cat, which was, like, amazing Perfect. to me. I yes. was like, wow, a cat person? Okay, that's just, like, top-notch right there. Um, yep. But I actually had a boyfriend at the time, but it was long distance, like I said. Um, but we kind of just, like, chatted at work a lot. We, like, worked together a lot. So we had a lot of time to, like, get to know each other just through, you know, talking when it was slow about random crap and um eventually when I broke up with my boyfriend at the time I was like well this guy's really cute and like we're friends might as well you know see if he feels the same way about me (laughs) and so you brought it up I didn't necessarily bring it up but I definitely um kind of like weaseled my way into (laughs) his life (laughs) 
I um, kind of just like started Snapchatting him more or like I would text him or I would like come into work on my day off and he was working like to get some coffee and he would be there and I'd be like, oh, like, do you want to like hang out when you're off in like 10 minutes? He's like, oh, like, sorry, I have I have to go do something. And he told me that he was like, he was like really nervous that I asked him to hang out. And he was like kind of glad that he had to have something because he was like, he's just like an anxious, anxious guy when it came to dating. So like he, it took him a long time to warm up to like actually being in a relationship because I was his first girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, so it definitely um, was a learning curve for him to, like, start talking to someone, I guess. Because every other girl he'd ever had interest in, it didn't, like, go anywhere. So I was, like, the first one who was, like, no, like, let me, let me in. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that came with, like, any added pressure on your part? Or did it make it easier, almost, because you were the first? I think it a little bit like he didn't really necessarily know how to um, navigate like having someone in your life like so intimately and like I I'm like whenever I'm with someone like I'm very like an open book like I don't really hide much and I think that was like a new thing for him just mm-hmm. like being so open about it but he he adapted very quickly to it which was really nice that's good it sounds yeah. like you two have very solid communication from what I've, like, heard from you. Yeah, it's definitely been a learning curve. Like, I feel like the fact that he is older helps a lot just because, you know, guys, I feel like they mature a lot slower. And so when you have someone who has such a big age gap, they are basically on the same level of maturity. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it works out in that sense. That's awesome. What do you think that Ryan has taught you over the years? I feel like a lot. I feel like that's like one of those things where you you can't really tell until you like look back on the way things used to be kind of. Yeah. I feel like I learned to be really patient because of how slow things were working for us. And like when we initially first started dating, like I wasn't ready to be in a relationship since I had just gotten out of a long relationship. But he was like, no, like, I want a relationship, and if that's not what you want, then, like, I would be happy to just be friends with you, and so I had to kind of, like, evaluate mine and his relationship and, like, see that it was, like, a good thing and that I would be stupid not to, like, pursue this new relationship, and being, like, patient throughout all of that time was, like, a really big thing, especially because he everything was new for him. And so it was definitely a journey through figuring out how to be in a relationship with someone who had never had anyone else this intimate in his life. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I remember vaguely when this was going on because that was, was it not when I was visiting you? Yeah, it was basically because I remember I just went through a breakup in May and in June we met at VidCon. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember seeing pictures of Ryan at the time, but he wasn't your boyfriend, but we were definitely talking about it. Right. Yeah. 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 So we went, we actually went on our first date in May, but we kind of were very like not dating 
for a while until like to like August essentially. Okay. I was 20 and I was like, "Oh, I'm single. Wow. I've been single <laughs> on, since I was like 17." So it was very new for me and like I just wanted to like enjoy that time. Um Yeah. And it was good like I definitely am a relationship person. I like being in a relationship. I like sharing my life with another person. So um, that single time didn't last very long. <laughs> I think I'm kind of the same way. So I, yeah. get, I get it. Yeah. Do you guys ever talk about the future and whatever that means for the two of you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We, yeah. I don't know. We've just always kind of assumed that like this was the end game. Obviously, we don't think that we're in a place to get married anytime soon. And we obviously like where we're at, like financially, even like living in California would be impossible to move in together. So we definitely like have dreams of like moving to Oregon together and like having our, our two kids. (laughs) Cute. (laughs) He he says he wants um, a boy and a girl and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. But. Yeah, we'll see what I can do. <laughs> I'm like, not a, not much I can do in that department. But. Yeah, whatever happens. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, how much on average is rent right now in California? Oh, God. I feel like I never check because it's just like disheartening. It's like my entire <laughs> bank account in one month, essentially. But for a month's rent in Santa Cruz, where I am, would probably be at least like at least 1500 Okay. For like a one-bedroom or studio? Well, we don't necessarily have studio apartments out here. It's more – it's like oh. very like suburban, so it's just like regular apartments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in Valencia, where I'm at, like rent can be up to like 3000 for like a two-bedroom. That's insane. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like having a mortgage, basically. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> well – That's exciting, and I'm excited to, like, witness this future unfolding in the years to come. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. I'm excited to see how it turns out. I feel like this is my first time, like, in my life where I have, like, kind of a set goal that I'm working towards because after, like, dropping out of college so many times, I finally have, like, a goal (laughs) that I'm working towards, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. So it feels good to, like, have something to work towards finally. And what does Ryan do? Is he still at Starbucks? No, he actually quit last year. He is in um, nursing school right now. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, so he just started. It's definitely um, a journey. <laughs> he is doubting himself daily, and I'm, like, having to be there for him a lot. And so um, – but I think, like, both of us having stuff to do, like, daily is really good for our relationship, whereas before, like – He would just be working and I would be in school. And so he would have like full days where he just didn't have anything to do. And so like both of us having something that we're working towards has been really good for our relationship. Yeah, having that balance for sure. Yeah. Are you currently still in school for, um, I want to say wine tasting, but I know you do more (laughs) than that. (laughs) Yes, all I do in class is drink wine. No, Um, I'm technically done with my like wine certification that I was initially doing what I started out doing but that is like kind of just a certification doesn't really mean much but so I'm working towards right now my transferring to 
a school with a degree in business with an emphasis in wine industry. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm. my goal is right now. I don't know, like, what's going to happen, but, like, I'm thinking – Cal Poly, um, San Luis Obispo, they have like a really good wine business program. So I'm either thinking that or Sonoma State for wine business. But as far as after that, it's kind of all up in the air. Yeah. Well, that's good. You've got a lot of potential, I guess, with what's going to happen. Yeah, it's definitely – I just want to like get my degree done because I feel like the wine industry, like you don't necessarily need a degree. You just kind of need to like prove your – capability within the wine industry but I just kind of feel like for my personal goals I want to have a degree which has never been something like that has interested me in my like high school years like I hated the idea of college but now that I finally found something that like I really really love I want to like have a degree that shows like I did that yeah and you probably found a way to like achieve your degree in a way that makes you feel comfortable as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because I remember we bonded over kind of not enjoying the college experience our first few years. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I dropped out after a semester because it was miserable to me. Yes. And I dropped out a year and two months in for the Mm -hmm. same reason. (laughs) Yep. All right. So I do want to hear more about dating and your history with that but let's take a quick break and we'll be right back all right in case you didn't know this podcast officially has merch if you like the breaking up podcast logo then you'll love the hoodies t-shirts phone cases, mugs, socks, like you name it, that we have available for purchase. I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise, so definitely check it out. I tried really hard to design something for everyone, so there are a lot of options, colors, sizes, styles. We have pastels. We have an after dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimal or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the Breaking Up merchandise at teespring.com store slash Michaela or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link, so that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well, and even on the podcast's Instagram at breakingup underscore podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too, so if you use the code BREAKINGUP in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it, so go check out my merch. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you. And if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash Michaela and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. All right, and we're back. All right. So you mentioned a previous relationship that you had before your current boyfriend. 
Yes. Were those kind of like your two only serious relationships or what does your dating history kind of look like? Yeah, I would say like out of seriousness, like those are my two main relationships. Um, But I do consider like my first boyfriend when I was 16 to like he was my first boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And that was like kind of a whirlwind (laughs) of a relationship. I met this kid when I was, I don't know, like. 10 years old and we were in musical theater together and I was like oh my god this cute boy is like paying attention to me he wants to hang out with me and like our families were very different like he did not have like a religious family like mine and so when he asked me to hang out at his house when I was like 10 or 11 years old to me that was like what like (laughs) a boy is asking me to come to his house and hang out and he has a crush on me that's so weird to me (laughs) (laughs) but my mom like let me go for whatever reason and so ever since like that time we kind of like still stayed in contact as we like grew older and my mom always told me like no you can't have a boyfriend until you're 16 and I was like okay well I guess I'm gonna have secret boyfriends up until that point (laughs) (laughs) but um so he he held on to that. He was like, okay, when you're 16, I'm going to ask you to be my girlfriend. And I was like, all right, sounds good. And so um, my 16th birthday rolls around and he, he, he was like a very grand gesture type of guy. Like he took me to Universal City Walk. He gave me like indoor uh, skydiving. And oh my God. Yeah. He was like very grand gesture. And then he had this sign that he had made, a huge sign that his sister and her friend were holding up at, like, the balcony at Universal City Walk. And it said, will you be my girlfriend? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, obviously, this is every 16-year-old girl's dream, right? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that relationship lasted, like, three months. (laughs) The grand gestures are great, but if everything else is lacking there's really not much you can do about that that was an interesting breakup too that was like so he came to my house and I was like planning on breaking up with him and so we're sitting in his car and I'm like letting him down easy and whatever and he's upset obviously and then so we break up I go back into my house and like a few hours later, I go on Facebook and I see that he had posted like right after we broke up. And the post says, just got dumped. And then my car breaks down in front of her house. Oh, my God. I had no idea he was out there for that long. I felt terrible. It he was... could have said something. Was it awkward? Not like what? You know, I mean, I think just being a 16-year-old, you're, like, so dramatic. So, I mean, it was a very dramatic breakup. Mm -hmm. Like, his sister, like, sent me, like, hate because I, like, had a new relationship a couple months later. Like, she was like, I guess you never really cared about him now. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was very dramatic. It sounds very (laughs) high school-y for sure. Very (laughs) high school-y. But, I mean, we're, like... We're, like, cordial now. We still follow each other on Instagram. He's engaged. I'm, like, it's, it's oh. totally normal now. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely an interesting, <laughs> an interesting story to think about. Oh, for sure. I can't believe he was outside your house and you didn't know. 
I know. I feel so bad. I mean, don't feel bad. It's just, it's funny now. (laughs) It is really hilarious, honestly. So would you say that that was your first heartbreak or did that come later on with a more serious relationship? You know, like for me, when I broke up with him, like it was more so because I'm like extremely empathetic. Like I'm the biggest empath I know. Like he, I was more worried about him being hurt than myself being hurt like I knew that it was the best thing for us to do because obviously we weren't in a happy relationship um but for me I was more so like heartbroken over the fact that he was hurt okay that makes a lot of sense yeah so I would say it wasn't necessarily like a heartbreak because I I mean my next relationship was my long relationship in high school and he was like my best friend since we were like 13 so it was kind of like I I fell in love really quickly after yeah and it's I mean it's never fun having to break up with someone and ultimately hurt them so yeah exactly yeah so with your high school relationship um if you don't mind me asking like how did that end because I know you talked about it briefly yeah um so we started dating when we were like 17 I think and we were like the best of friends our relationship was pretty good like I said we were best friends before we started dating so it was pretty natural for us to like make that next like step into being a relationship Mm -hmm. and um we went all throughout high school. We graduated high school. We um, both were going off to college. He was going to college in San Francisco. And I was in Azusa, which is, like, very far away from each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we had a long-distance relationship for a while, at least through that first year of college. But I visited him a couple times, and we definitely started to grow apart, like, Obviously, when you're going to college, like a lot of things change in your life and you meet new friends and you're like getting into new social activities, I guess. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things changed between us and it wasn't like a malicious ending whatsoever. It was very like mutual. It was like around my birthday, actually, Um, because I remember I was out with friends like on my birthday and... I was getting a phone call from him to, like, say happy birthday to me. And I was, like, I, like, didn't care about answering it kind oh, of thing. Yeah. And so it was kind of one of those things where we just grew apart and, like, we broke up. It was still, like, in, like, long distance after that. Like, I never really saw him until, like, the summer. And it definitely was hard to stop that, like – relationship feel when he had come back because we had the same friend group in high school so when he came back we all hung out and it was definitely weird to like not be in a relationship with him and like hanging out with him but we kind of like had this agreement that after we broke up that we wouldn't talk to each other have any contact for a full month because we were at the beginning we were like very um sad that we didn't have that person to talk to anymore but we kind of made this agreement that if we were gonna like see how we actually felt about this that we can't talk to each other 
And so after that month went by, we both were like, okay, yeah, this is, this is good for us. We don't need to be together anymore. And it was like, it was like a cordial ending. So that's probably like the best case scenario after a breakup. Yeah, definitely. Well, he started dating someone very, like pretty much the same time I was dating Ryan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of, I think when, especially in long distance relationships, like when you're not seeing each other, the relationship isn't really a thing except for Mm -hmm. speaking over the phone. Like it's not really like a real relationship. And when you're starting to like grow apart and like figure out that you kind of may, may want to break up, then the relationship, like it kind of ends long before the actual ending, you know? Yeah. So when you saw him in person, did it bring anything back because it was suddenly you're seeing him in person for the first time since breaking up or were you still over it in a sense? I don't think it necessarily brought anything back. It was like his birthday and I remember going to his house to like bring him a present, like a small present. It wasn't like anything like a relationship status <laughs> a grand present. gesture. It yeah. was like, it was like his favorite candy or whatever. But okay, I remember like when we said goodbye, like we almost slipped back into like the way we used to hug each other goodbye and it was kind of strange. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, oh, well, like, that's just not what we do anymore kind of thing. So it wasn't like it brought back feelings for each other. It, it was just kind of an adjustment. Okay. That's really sweet of you to still get him a gift. Yeah. I don't think I've ever <laughs> done that for an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was definitely hard because he was my best friend. Like, we were so close and, like... I don't even speak to him now. Like, I haven't spoken to him in years. And it's it's kind of like I knew that if we ever started dating and we broke up, that that would be like it would have to be the end of it just because obviously for future relationships sake, you can't necessarily be best friends with your ex. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's definitely been weird having to like cut off that relationship as being in a relationship and also just as like a friendship because – if he's hanging out with my friends, like, I can't hang out with them too kind of thing. Mm, so yeah. it's definitely been weird. Yeah, and that's something that not – at least for me, I never really realized growing up is that when you lose a significant other, you're also losing, like, a best friend. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's like a two-for-one, which only makes it hurt more sometimes. I know. Like, <laughs> when you have someone, like, in your daily routine and – like they're suddenly not in your daily routine. It's like it's basically like they died because yeah. they get like taken from your life so abruptly that like it's hard to deal with. It really is. Uh, what do you think helped you most during those hard times? Um, definitely just living the life that I kind of deemed as being in my young twenties. I was like, okay, like now I'm gonna do all these things that are like always wanted to do but I couldn't do because I had to like tell my boyfriend first kind of thing like Mm -hmm. I started hanging out with my friends a lot more um because I remember during that time I was like incredibly depressed like dropping out of college and I was just home all the time hanging out with my parents drinking wine like every night with them (laughs) um which was fun don't get me wrong but um I definitely started to go out more just because I didn't have like the guilt of like telling my long-distance boyfriend, oh, I'm going out with friends tonight kind of thing. 
Yeah. You know, the FOMO is still there when you're in long distance. And, like, I didn't do a lot of things because of that. And so I definitely just, like, pushed myself out of my comfort zone a lot. I got on (laughs) Tinder for a little bit, (laughs) which was (laughs) – it was it wasn't a bad idea, but definitely not a good idea. <laughs> Did anything come out of that? Um, not really. Honestly, I kind of I was on it for like a week. Um, I got sick of the having the same conversation over and over again. Yeah. Um, matched with some of my brother's friends, which was fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that was more of just like I can rub it in my brother's face that yeah. <laughs> I matched with him. I was just kind of having as much fun as I possibly could in my months of being single yeah I mean good for you that's probably the best attitude to have really yeah with that yeah it was fun it was fun being um single at VidCon obviously I didn't meet anybody there but being able to just like I don't know have fun and do whatever I want was really really nice yeah so I I originally met you as single Tessa yes yes okay Way back when. (laughs) (laughs) Ancient history. Right. (laughs) I think I was also, I was definitely single now that I think about it too. Oh yeah. Wow. What a different time. Definitely. So switching gears a little bit, do you have any good stories about either some of your best dates that you've been on or any like bad dates gone wrong? Oh wow. That's a good question. Um, (laughs) Hmm. Best dates. Okay, well, this is a a story about, I guess, the first day of Ryan and Mai's relationship. So we had been kind of, like, dating for a little bit, but we weren't, like, exclusive. Like, he didn't – we weren't, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, you know, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, But his sister's best friend was getting married in Utah, and so he wanted me to be his date. And so I was like, yeah, of course, like – I'll go to Utah with you, whatever. And so on the first day of our relationship, he comes to pick me up to go to Utah. And he has flowers and he's like, will you be my girlfriend? And I was like, of course. (laughs) And then we drove 10 hours to Utah together. (laughs) So you probably really got to know your boyfriend those 10 hours. Yes. And that was that was really cool just because I don't know, like being in a car with someone really tests your um tolerance for that person. <laughs> oh, for sure. Do um, you like road trips? I do, actually. I mean, it depends. I've been on several road trips um in my life, but the ones that are the best are the ones where you're not in a rush to get somewhere, which I feel like most of the road trips I've been on, we've had like a very like strict time crunch. It's more fun when you're kind of just going at your own pace and not like driving 10 hours in one day and like 10 hours the next day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but road trips are cool. I think it's really fun to be able to like see the United States because I haven't really traveled much of the U.S. Um, so that's pretty much the reason I love it. It's because you can just get out of the car when you see something pretty and just, like, take some pics and move on with your day. Yeah. It's a lot less, um, like, anxiety-ridden than um, flying, at least for me. Yeah. I have some pretty bad travel anxiety, so road trips are definitely less stressful 
to prepare for than getting on a plane and going to a foreign country. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. You do have some pretty intense travel stories. Yeah. I going through like, see, I already have like travel anxiety. I'm a tourist. So like my comfort zone is very concrete and I don't like to go out of it very often. Traveling for me, even like I remember a long time ago when I was traveling with Elena, um, we were going to San Francisco and like the night before we were leaving, I was like freaking out to her. I was like, but where are we going to park? Like, what's, what's where are we staying these nights? And she's like, it's fine. Like, we'll figure it out. Cause she's like such an adventure. Like, it's not even ridiculous. I'm so much like you, though. I like, have to know every detail. <laughs> right? Like, I am very much a planner. Like, I don't like to be uncomfortable. And um, I don't know. Like, the more I do it, the I guess the less I get anxiety about it. But it's still a lot of – I mean, now that I have my own cat, it, I just – my anxiety is way back up again about leaving her. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was back down because she helps so much. Well, she helps but... when I'm when I'm home, but if I have to leave her for like more than 3 nights, I'm like, "Oh no, I can't do that to her." Oh, poor baby. I know. Yeah, okay. So back on track a little bit. <laughs> Good first date, 10-hour road trip, right. sister's wedding. Did right. you catch the bouquet? <laughs> I didn't. It was a Mormon wedding, so it was a dry wedding, but we definitely snuck in alcohol, of course. Love that. It was definitely interesting. It was an interesting wedding. I mean, they're not together anymore, so. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, the wedding, it was a Mormon wedding. Like, it was, like, kind of thrown together in a backyard. It wasn't, like, anything super special, but it was just really fun being there with my boyfriend and his family and getting to know them because I didn't really get to know them that often. We were staying in a room with um, his sister and her boyfriend. And so we got really close over those couple of days, which is like rare. I feel like his family is very like they don't really like venture out of their small family circle. So they don't have like a ton of friends, um, especially because they moved out to the city later on and so they don't have like a, a big social group out out here and so getting to know them and kind of like get like weaseling my way into their social circle was really nice what was that like meeting his entire family like all at once when you just started dating were you nervous well um I guess like they're very very welcoming like not awkward like I think when we started dating. One really good thing about it is that his parents are very much like my parents. So it was kind of like I knew it wouldn't be an issue. And like we were we were brought up so similarly that like our family lives, our family dynamics are very similar. And so I kind of like meshed with his family so well, like it's not even awkward at all anymore. Like there's never moments like I could talk back to his mom and she'll just be like oh I love that about you (laughs) that's so sweet in a very sassy way (laughs) oh you know I'm sassy oh yeah (laughs) when did he meet your family um it was a few weeks in I actually um I kind of forced it upon both of them um (laughs) my mom she's a real estate agent she was having an open house and um she was there and my stepdad was there. He was, like, helping her out, handing out, like, 
snacks or whatever. So I go to his house and I'm like, let's go. And he's like, where are we going? I'm like, it's a surprise. Don't worry about it. And um, so I take him and we're <laughs> we're outside of the open house. I'm like, oh, it's my mom. She's giving an open house. And he's like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's, let's go meet my parents real quick. Uh, yeah, they met and like it was super easy and nice. Like we had dinner with my parents like a few days later, I think. And it was pretty easy. I feel like sometimes it's easier just to rip off the Band-Aid before you have time to um, like worry about it. Yeah, like overthink about like first mm-hmm. impressions and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wanted to uh, – oh, yeah. Okay, so what do you have any like bad date stories or like worse dates? <sighs> okay. Um. <laughs> well, okay. So our actual first date was actually before Utah. So I had broken up with my boyfriend, and at the end of that month, Ryan had asked me to go on a date with him. And I literally had just landed from Mexico and I get home from the airport and I get ready and I'm like, all right, mom, I'm leaving. She's like, where are you going? I'm like, on a date. And she's like, excuse me? <laughs> like, we just got back from Mexico. Where are you going? Um, but he picks me up and we go to like a restaurant at the mall and he was very, very, very nervous and Nervous to, like, the point where it was, like, oh, God, like, this is, this is hard for him to do kind of thing. (laughs) But, like, I had known him before that, and so, to me, I was, like, this isn't really him. Like, he's just really nervous. Like, I know that he can can be so much more laid back than this. It was just, like, the idea that he was on a date with a girl that he liked and – he had never really done that before it was like messing with him and he used to deal with like really bad anxiety so it was like a really big deal for him and so that date almost almost had me wondering oh god do I like do I want to do this with him um but I told myself like no like he's like I know how he can be like I work with him and he's not like that at all kind of thing and so we hung out like pretty much every day after that (laughs) and it got easier I assume he wasn't as anxious yeah definitely as we started hanging out more he started to like loosen up and we were hanging out as friends for a long time he kind of just got used to like having a girl in his life I guess now I've heard this a few times um on different podcasts that I listen to, but a lot of people recommend being friends with your partner first. Do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like having that friendship is definitely like a really, really good basis to like have a general liking for someone. I don't think it's like absolutely necessary. I think it's like, if you can do that, that's really awesome. I feel like um, a lot of relationships naturally progress if you're friends with someone, but if you meet someone that you're attracted to and you immediately like start dating them, I don't think that's an issue either. I think it really just depends. Yeah, like that's the route I've always gone down. Like I haven't been friends with any of my partners right. ever before dating. But I keep seeing it come up and you kind of just said it now. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if they're all on to something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like um, if you really – are attracted to someone and then you start dating them and then you see that you're compatible, then that's like great, like awesome. You found someone that you can hang out with and be in a relationship with and it's it's good. But if you're friends with someone, it doesn't always mean that your romantic relationship will be good. 
obviously. Um, I think it really honestly just depends. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I wanted to ask too, what Ryan's Zodiac sign is. I kept forgetting. To ask. <laughs> yes. He is a Sagittarius oh, and I'm a I Taurus. Are you guys um, supposed to be compatible based on your signs? Not necessarily. We're not like, not like um, we can't get along. Like I know signs that I definitely can't get along with <laughs> and I know it when I see them. We definitely have a lot of differences between us like he's a Sagittarius but he's also very introverted so that kind of like plays into my Taurus side of being introverted and like wanting to be comfortable but he also has like these grand dreams of like going on like a month-long hike or like space exploration and like he literally says if he could live forever he could and I'm like um no thank you I do not want that <laughs> I'm like this you is know, good enough do you know like any of his rising or uh, moon signs? Oh, yeah. Right? I can, like, pull up my coaster. I think his rising is um, Cancer and okay. his moon is Aries or it's the other way around. I don't remember. But oh, Dang, he's got Aries in him. Oh, yeah. A lot of Aries. <laughs> really? <laughs> that fire. Oh, no. <laughs> my mom's an Aries and we were not like on the best terms for most of my life so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel a certain way about Aries and Gemini's <laughs> yeah yeah he definitely has his Ariesness, like for sure he's very fiery he can be very childish at times and I feel like so my my rising and my moon are both Scorpio and so I feel like oh I identify God. with Scorpio no wonder you're sassy right <laughs> it's like I have the stubbornness of Taurus and like the dark cynical sense of humor of a Scorpio it's like it's I'm just <laughs> it's a good apparently. mix yeah <laughs> I, I guess yeah you could I think it's a great mix like you know I'm really Same. proud of my signs but whatever <laughs> um but yeah he's like very like adventurous I think he is more adventurous than he actually is though because he like I want to go out all the time like I have a little bit of introvertness, but I do like to socialize. I like going out and having fun. I love to dance. Like, he'll dance with me, but, like, if I tell him that I want him to come out with me and my friends, like, he'll put up a fight until the bitter end of, like, not wanting to go. But once we're out, he's having fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, we took um, Myers-Briggs personality test. Have you taken that? Yeah, what are you guys? Okay, so I found this super interesting because these are so accurate to us. So he's an INTP, which is supposed to be like the philosopher, I think. And so they're very much so like thinking. They don't have like, they like their feelings don't like rule their decision making. Like they're very like intellectual. And yeah, so he's like basically a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and I got ISFJ, which basically means that I my entire life is ruled by my feelings and I'm very much like I said I'm an empath like my feelings definitely rule my decisions most of the time like I'm I can be logic like most I'm like half between feelings and being logical but like when I feel something like that completely takes over like my decision of what to do what I thought was really interesting about this because he's very like an naysayer about <laughs> astrology and I always thought no like 
our signs are so accurate to who we are. Like, there's no way it's not true. And I said, Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, no, the personality types are the accurate ones. Come on. And I was like, you know what? I'd like to see if there's a correlation between personality type and sign. And so I looked up what those correlations are. And both of our personality types matched up to our sign. Really? Yeah. Wait, now I want to look up like right? what those Gemini's <laughs> are. Because I I think I'm one letter away from you because I'm INFJ. Okay. Yeah. So very similar, very like creative and introverted. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what the uh, statistics are for Gemini's now. Yeah. that's. I found it super interesting and also like a kind of like, ha, huh, I told you so. Yeah. Moment. Right. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Okay, so I always ask my guests what their biggest piece of advice is for someone going through a breakup. Do you have any advice for someone in that situation? Yeah, I mean, actually, I just had a friend who was going through a breakup, and she came to me for some advice about, like, dating after a breakup and, like, how to, like, get through it. And this is so cliche, but, like, time is honestly the best healer, like, it just takes time to get over someone and be able to like adapt to like your new life without them in your life. And so I told her what I did was you guys should agree to not speak to each other for at least a month. And like, if you guys talk at the end of that month and you're on the same wavelength about what you guys want for this relationship, then it's like, you can kind of go from there and figure things out. And like, it gives you time to, figure out what you want with from that relationship, whether you want to get back into it or if you want to, like, yeah, continue with your breakup. That's always been really helpful for me. Also, rebounds are honestly a good way of getting over someone. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, being on Tinder and just having conversations with other guys who think you're attractive can help you sort of get in that mindset of, like, there's other fish in the sea kind of thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not necessarily even going on dates with them, just like having conversations. Yeah, having that reassurance almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like surrounding yourself with your friends and like occupying your time with things, not just wallowing in your grief, which you should do for a little bit. But once you get over that initial hump, just go out and do whatever you want because you can. Yeah, like what you were saying when you were enjoying being single. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right, so kind of just wrapping up this episode, knowing everything that you know now and everything that you've gone through, is there anything that you wish you could either tell your younger self or anything that you would want to do differently? I would probably tell my younger self to, like, not be so boy crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like when I was young when my mom told me that I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend I like took that and was like well I'm gonna do it anyways kind of thing those relationships are like so insignificant when you're young like literally so insignificant I feel like they don't matter once you're older they literally don't matter and so the fake like heartbreak that you feel when you're in junior high and your boyfriend breaks up with you it's like that like heartbreak is so unnecessary to go through (laughs) and I feel like if I just like didn't care about boys when I was younger 
I would have like, I don't know. I feel like I would have been a lot more, I don't know. It's just, I feel like being boy crazy when you're young, it, it like takes away from so much of being actually young and just enjoying the years of being young and not having real life <laughs> issues to worry about. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That also reminds me of that question too, where like whatever you're going through, will this happen or will this matter in a year from now? And all those like junior high heartbreaks definitely will not matter. Yeah, exactly. Like just seeing like young people that I know who are like putting so much emphasis on their relationships right now, it just like blows my mind. I'm like, ugh, it's like not gonna matter in a few years. Like don't be so upset about this. <laughs> yes, just like live your life. Yeah, exactly. I always end each episode with a quote about what we've talked about that day. And since today's episode is all about you and your love life, do you have any quotes right now that really resonate with you? Oh, um, hmm. I don't know. Let me think. Okay. Sorry, I've been, I've been drinking wine, so I need to... Oh my gosh. I'm like literally taking a, a sip of my wine. <laughs> I knew, I knew you had it too. Like, I just knew it. And I'm like, let me take this opportunity just to chug. <laughs> okay, so I guess my my quote, because I, so like I said, I, I, I don't know if you want to post this on your social media though, because I'm very like dark, I guess, in my philosophy of life. But for me, I, I find myself saying this all the time. I say, well, I'm going to die anyways. <laughs> so that's one way to look at it yeah <laughs> like for me because I I say that all the time because uh, I just find people like worrying about things so so much and just like putting so much emphasis on like the little things and like oh I can't have this donut and I'm like oh well I'm gonna die anyways yeah so like that donut I'm gonna doesn't matter. eat the donut you know yeah. sure you can have personal goals but at the end of the day, if you don't do, like, what your heart is telling you to do, like, what's the point of life if you're not pursuing the things that you want to do? Yeah. I mean, it's just a darker version of YOLO. Yeah, exactly. See, my <laughs> Scorpio side really comes out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I don't know if you want to post that on your Instagram. It's not exactly. No. <laughs> it's not exactly. I will. <laughs> It, it'll be a, a good contrast between the cute pastel Pinterest quotes. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly my aesthetic. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. I feel like I got to like catch up with my friend that I haven't seen in so long from across the country. I know. Oh my gosh. Where can the listeners find you? Do you want to plug any social media? Sure. Um... Tessa May Corbett on Instagram, um, uh, T May C on TikTok. I I love yes. TikTok. If you're on TikTok, like please hit me up. I'm obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> Tessa yeah. is thriving on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so are you with your bachelor content? Yes. I found my niche. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're on TikTok, hit me up. Yeah, I'll definitely – I'll link all of her social media in the podcast description as well. But that's all we've got for you today on this episode. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. 
If you want to get involved, have feedback, or perhaps your own story you'd like to share, please email me at breakingupwithmikayla at gmail.com, or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a DM. I'm always looking for future guests, so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on, be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.